0: And here we are, DJ E-Rock in the building, Box Kev is somewhere Uh, I don't know where he is, he's just, I mean, he's in and out, you know, but it's all good Because guess what, the podcast continues, the show goes on, this is just what we do, this is what I do, and I do it for y'all, All all right. Um, Big guest in the building right now, and uh, this is gonna be a very, uh, very educational You know conversation not only for me but for a lot of people that are watching and that are are listening to this you know whether they're listening on real 92.3 or real 1039 my man ice aka ice bags is in the building the founder of it's a uh, gunpai pandas, pandas, right? That's right. And that is an NFT series, I, I, you know, I believe. Tell me more about that real quick.
1: Correct, so uh, it's an NFT series where we do, you know, real life experiences. So you have a digital token that represents membership into the club, and then we've got access to example, you know, I'll throw out a few. Uh, we've got, you know, suite at Allegiant Stadium for the Raiders for 15 years. Wow. We yes, yeah, so we've really? got all, you know, the football games, you get 10 games a year, plus playoffs. We pray that they're at home. Uh, we've got, you know, all the concert tickets. We do UFC sweet boxes. And then we're throwing pandemonium this Saturday, which is a huge concert at a uh, downtown Las Vegas event center. And
0: that's for anybody that has the actual Gompai Panda NFT. Right. Correct. Now, you know, I don't necessarily understand the NFT world um, as well as someone like yourself, you know, for someone like myself or someone that's watching right now, like, you know, what exactly is an NFT?
1: So NFT means non-fungible token. It is simply a digital asset on the blockchain mm-hmm. that can't be replicated. So and,
0: and we're talking about crypto, crypto right? cryptocurrency, yeah, yeah, correct? For sure, okay.
1: for sure. So it's a digital token that represents you know, a, 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 a whatever you want it to be on the blockchain. So for example, with ours, it's a membership pass. Um, you know, the bigger projects like you've heard of, like Bored Ape Yacht Club, mm-hmm. you know, for example, it's an NFT project. It's taken off mainstream. It's, it's got a valuation of multiple billions. You know, they use it for IP rights, you know, for the owners. So for example, everybody that owns a, a pie Panda or a Bored Ape, they have the IP rights to that, to that, you know, certain particular ape slash Panda, whatever it may be. They can use that for future consumer, you know, use, make money off it, etc. whether it be. Branding, uh, movie rights, digital rights, whatever that may wow. be. Wow! Yeah. So there's
0: like a lot of benefits. There, yeah, like a, like a, a whole plethora of benefits to owning this like you know type of M- NFT. Correct?
1: For sure, for sure. And and if you just look at it in the most simplistic form, it is simply a a digital you know ticket that's on the blockchain. And it can't be replicated. It can be easily sold, you know, traded, passed. So, for example, um, with what we're doing, which is real life, you know, events. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, instead of, like, if, if I'm doing a ticket to a football game, I'd have to go on to, you know, StubHub and try to sell that ticket, and then I've got to transfer that ticket. It's, it's a whole, like, ordeal, right? With mine, I can literally list it on OpenSea, which are, are one of the other platforms where you can buy NFTs. It can be done in two seconds, done. The transfer happens, you know, automatically, and, and I'm out, so, wow! Really? Yeah, yeah. Big it's difference. just that easy. Big, it's it's that easy.
0: So, what inspired you to get into the NFT world? Yeah, like, you know, so, I, I mean, where did the journey start? You know, to where we're at today. I mean, you know, the uh the 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 panda movement. Like every time I tweet about this, yeah. Every time I, I remember, I put up. Uh, you actually sent me, like, you know, my own gunpai panda. Yeah, and uh, I posted it, and like, dude, I got at least like you know sixty. Like one night, I got like sixty tweets, and then the next day, I got like hundred tweets. So like. But I mean, but what 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 inspired you to get behind this and like, you know, tell me the journey on how you've
1: built this thing up? How far back we going? Hey, we can go <laughs> as far back as you want, bro. Uh, hey, bet. the podium is yours. You bet, come on, you man. Bet. Yeah, so I come from the traditional business world. So, like real estate, restaurants—that's kind of my bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Um, like in 18, I started in crypto, started dabbling, uh, lost a bunch of money trading. You know, kind of like everybody else when they first get in. That's
0: 2018. 18. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay, 2018. Cool. Not when you're 18 God. years old. No, no. no, <laughs> no. I was like,
1: no. <laughs> brother, how old do you think I am? Hey, man. hey you don't already, look a day over already, 21, bro. I it's get all good. You know flack for this, so. <laughs> Yeah. So like in 18, I kind of jumped in and went full time. So I had, I still got my businesses running today. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but in 18, I really went full time. I started really digging in, making connections within the, within the crypto sphere. Uh, and that's, that's what got me involved originally. It was fun. It was exciting. It was something new. Like I can only do so many, you know, real estate deals. I can only do so many restaurant deals before it all just, it gets boring, right? I just turned 40 years old. I, I threw my banger here in uh, in uh, Vegas. That was a that was <laughs> yeah, a great night. It was a, yeah, what a that night. was a what great a night. night. <laughs> like Hello. Night. it was. Yes, <laughs> it was a night. So I just had my 40th in March. Um, like I want, I want something like challenging, fun, you know, that exciting. And so crypto gives me that opportunity. So when in April, when the opportunity arose to kind of get involved in this project and build something that that i'm kind of familiar with and enjoy anyway mm-hmm. i jumped on it so you know i was like all right well, why don't we take something digital and then bring it into the to the real world space right because nobody had really done that yet um and and still haven't i mean there's 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 projects out there that have done you know thrown parties and things like that but they haven't done it on a large scale as far as you know box suites everywhere and 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 season tickets at nfl games as far as i know we're the first the first project to you know to do a box suite at 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 any major stadium
0: that's massive Uh, it's massive that's massive
1: bro it's massive like if you think about it especially Allegiant, right in las Mm -hmm. vegas um if, if you look at, like, the roster of companies, I mean, they're not going to give it to you, but if you look at the roster of companies, if you walk around the stadium and see whose plaques are on the door, bro, it's like, it's Wynn, it's MGM, it's, it's fucking Microsoft, it's Pepsi, it's Coca-Cola, right? Like, it's, it's mega corporations or it's large Vegas-based companies mm-hmm. that are using it for client acquisition or whatever that may be. Um, for an NFT project to jump in and, and have that opportunity is, is huge, huge.
0: that's i mean that 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 just gave me a whole level of perspective that i've never really truly understood you know i mean um so like you know connecting the real world to uh and this is just me being like you know the uh i'm very green like i said with the nft world but like um, they they call this like what utility or something
1: like that. There's yeah, yeah, a yeah.
0: utility aspect sure. to this, uh, yeah. you know, to this NFT, correct?
1: Yeah. So some projects, you know, uh, IP is the utility, right? Mm-hmm. Or or sometimes there's just not utility, and it's and it's a it's a fucking gamble, right? Like people are just in it to like almost like a crypto coin. They're just flipping them until it gets old, and then the project dies off. Um, utility can be a multitude of different things. What we choose with our utility is, like, in real life experiences. So stuff that people really can't get their hands on on a regular basis. So, you know, we're, we're leveraging buying power in a sense. Uh, so, for example, I mean, you know, a Raiders box suite for a season is expensive as hell. Oh, yes. You know? It's about Absolutely. Like 400 Gs a year, right? True. So, yeah. So for somebody to... To do that, a you gotta you gotta be a corporation really, or you gotta be really wealthy and love the fucking Raiders. One of the two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so with us, right? So with us, we we say, okay, we're gonna buy this box suite, and then we're gonna let you know the members have the opportunity to come to the to individual games, right? And so then it 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 kind of it almost pulls that buying power and then brings it down to something something that's unattainable to an attainable you know price point. And we do that with all the stuff. We did UFC 276. We did UFC 277 in Dallas. Uh, we're looking at you know all of the UFCs at this point. Uh, we've got Bad Bunny and Diplo and Sofi coming up in LA. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We've got a bunch of fire shit coming up. We got Imagine Dragons. This is all
0: I mean all attainable through the NFT. Correct? This is
1: this is already booked, set, and done. So that's crazy. Yeah. So wow. we start we started in April. Mm-hmm. We're going to do roughly thirty events in 2022, starting in April. Wow. Yeah. Next year 2023. Insane. Yeah, insane. Next year 2023 wow. we're looking at doing 45 events roughly with like 10 internationally.
0: Wow, really yeah. internationally. Internationally. And then all this, all these benefits, I mean, you obviously have access to them if you have a gunpipe panda. Right. Um but you're also attaining,
1: like you know, equity with this uh, this piece of uh, of art, correct? Right. With the NFT, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you look at it as a whole, you've essentially you you essentially own one. You know, the the, the collection is a total of ten thousand, right? So so you've got your access with your one, mm-hmm. but then you also have one 10,000th ownership in where the company takes itself, right? So as the value grows, as the demand grows, and more people want in to these events. Uh, like pandemonium that's that's coming up on Saturday is is one example. Uh, the more people and that's that
0: invite only. You have to have right. a, you know one of these NFTs. Like you can't just walk up and buy a ticket. Like you can't even just get in. Like no, no, it's not happening.
1: No. Like yo, th- this this is literally you got to be a part of the squad. It's almost like a corporate party. Somewhat similar, I, I would right? say it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, you're either in or you're out, right? Yeah. So, I mean, as as the demand grows, then then the value should follow. So, I don't I don't want to talk about like the the, the the price point of of where we're at or, sure. or where it may, may go. Because yeah. honestly, to me, I don't give a shit. I look at it like, look, I'm the CEO of this thing. My job is to to steer the ship, to do the things that that I think are going to help the project, mm-hmm. to get into the events that I think that people are going to want to go to. And then the value will will accrue from there, whatever that may be.
0: That's incredible. This is uh, I, I I love this conversation because I'm learning something completely new that I I'm like wow like this is. I'm just fascinated. yo. And you're the Come. first
1: person that ever put my name and technical, like in the same fucking sentence, by the way. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm not a technical guy, man. I'm an innovative guy. Yeah. I mean, I've got a, I've got a good understanding of what for we're sure, doing, yeah. right? But like, my, my thing is innovation. My thing is pushing things forward, like building teams. That's what I'm really good Visionary. at. Visionary. Visionary. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm good at. That's what I've been doing for, you know, since I was 25 years old when I started my first business.
0: That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. So tell me about this event. Um, you touched upon it for a little bit, Pandemonium um it, it's uh it, it's a pretty amazing lineup and you know like we said it, it would be very similar to like you know a private corporate party like you have to be somewhat like you know in the squad by having an nft and having an nft of of uh, or owning one of these you know is kind of like having shares in the company i guess you yeah. know so that's that's kind of like you know how, how i could probably understand it and explain it good but tell me more about this event and why you wanted to go so big because this this dude, this lineup is insane. <laughs> you know what I mean? A- no and and by, by the way, I am very very honored and uh, you know, completely flattered that you know that you wanted me to be on the lineup as well, you know? So I want to thank you and give you your flowers, you know, for that. But tell me why, you know, this event was something that was just on the horizon. Like what inspired it? Like what went into it? And what made you go like, you know what? I want to do something completely out of the fucking world and yeah. bring it to Vegas and give it to the people.
1: Yeah. So my whole thing is, it started was like, all right, let's throw a party because with NFTs, especially when you have larger collections, um, you know, people, people don't go that big. Because honestly, there's not a lot of spaces that hold that many people to start with. Mm-hmm. Like you got a collection of 10,000, you got 10,000 people coming. Like there's only a handful of places in 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 vegas and in, in, in the world where you can throw this you know whether whether it be a fucking auditorium uh, an arena an outdoor event something like that like you can't do it in really in miami you can't do it really in in new york you know unless you go and rent out an arena so of course we picked vegas because vegas is, is kind of where we started you know the whole thing for sure my whole thing was like all my connections are in vegas i can i can you know have insider access in vegas i can mm-hmm. provide that to to the other people, right? And that's one of the huge benefits. So then I was like, all right, well let's throw a party and we'll we'll set it, you know, in the in August. Um and it started off like us kicking around ideas. Um I think you know my homie Travis. Um, of course. Yeah, yeah. So Travis Mr. Ego, homie. how yeah, hey, yeah. how we feeling? I know he's watching this right oh, now. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's going on, Trav? What's going on? Yeah. So Travis is my boy. When this whole thing kicked off, he was the first one I called. So I'm like, yo, hey this is what i'm doing uh would you like to be involved if not i totally understand and he's like nah if you're running this thing and you want to do it like i'm a hundred percent in got mikey b in shout yeah. out mikey b yeah a couple other people but people people that have taken care of me in vegas on like a whole other level that most people don't get to experience mm-hmm. that's who i brought in first um so we set up pandemonium it, it didn't start off this big in the beginning But I'm kind of one of those guys. It's like, oh, I know. Either either, either you go big, (laughs) or you go home, right? Like, so that's the way I do things. Sometimes it starts off a little smaller, like tonight, like. I'm like, yo, you know, we're not going to go out tonight. I'm not drinking tonight. I'm going to go home and work out. I'm going to do this podcast. I'm going to go get a massage and be done. Now I've got three drinks in me. Now we're going to Javier's for dinner. And then Mikey's like, yo, I got a table lined up at such and such. And I'm like, fuck you, but I'm probably there. <laughs> right? Like typical fucking Vegas night. So For sure. Yeah. So this whole thing kicks off. Start calling people, uh, you know, a few performers that I know. We locked down uh, the downtown Las Vegas Event Center, which mm-hmm. I'm sure you've been to. It's, For it's sure, phenomenal. For yeah, sure, It's, it's, it's like, huge, yeah. yeah. First class, like it's nice. Um, and then we start talking about performers. And so I'm like, all right, well, how about this guy? How about this guy? Um, shout out to Dr. Fresh. He was the first one I reached out to. Real homie. Um, For he, sure. He's done a couple of Panda events already. Wow, okay. Um, did my 40th year, did Bahamas uh, with us. And he was like, man, I can't. Uh, I got a Canadian festival coming up but here's a couple of people so we got a hold of wednesday we got a hold of bijou my whole thing was like i didn't want to make it too rap oriented mm-hmm. and i didn't want to make it too edm oriented um and, and something as, for everybody right yeah. right you know and that's what i like too like if i'm going to sit here for a long time like i want to hear some some mix right i don't want to hear the same shit for over sure. and over. and if, and and you know pandemonium is starts at 6 p.m ends at 1 a.m like that's a seven hour that's not a concert that's a fucking festival yeah. Honestly, like that's a that's a big thing,
0: and it's private,
1: and it's private, <laughs> which
0: is insanity. Like to say, like, you yeah. know, it, it's like, hey, look, like this is not a not an event you could just walk up to and, and get in. No, it's yeah. not. It's no. not at
1: all. And it's not like we just hired a feature, you know, to come and play for a party. Nah. We, we've got E Rock, we've got Romeo, um, flying out my homie uh, Ignite from uh, the Bahamas. Nice. So he's he's opened up, um, he runs like all the major clubs in, in the Bahamas. He plays
0: at uh, the SLS, correct? SLS, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. seen so him on Sky Instagram Bar, the other day, so Sky yeah. Bar,
1: and then he runs um, Bond, which is downstairs mm-hmm. at Bahamar. But Fire I mean, nightclub, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Moneybag Yo opened up for him the other night, like Meek, like everybody. That's you know? amazing. So he was like, yo, he hit me up and I'm like, here's what I'm doing. Would you like to be involved? He's like, dude, nobody in the Bahamas has ever even performed on this level. Yeah. Please. And I'm like, fuck it. Let's go. So now Ignite's coming out. Uh, we've got Wednesday, Bijou. We've got uh, Dr. Fresh is now coming in. Um, we've got Dioro. He got FOMO. Right. Dr. Right. Fresh got
0: FOMO. Right. He's like, listen. hey, man. <laughs> I think I got to be there, bro. Yeah, he's
1: like, I thought about it.
0: Shout out to Dr. Fresh, man. That guy's nah. a legend, by he the is. way.
1: Uh, he's the best. He oh, is. Yeah. Nah, his, his, uh, they had some Canadian festival that he was, like, he tried to get out of it. Sorry, Canadian festival, whatever that was. But he tried to get out of it, couldn't, and then they canceled the thing. So he calls me immediately. He's like, yo, I'm in. I'm like, come down. Like, we'll make fucking room for you. Come down. <laughs> so we got Fresh. We got Dioro coming in. Uh, and then we got Tyga and Rich the Kid. Like, that's that's, a, that's, what, eight
0: Eight that's performers
1: in, in seven hours.
0: How did I, how did I get on this lineup?
1: Right, Jesus Christ, yo! I've been listening to you for years. Been man, listening my to you for years, for
0: my real. guy, man, my guy, right here. I I've mean,
1: s- I've seen you at Light twenty five times.
0: I love that. I love yeah. that, man. Oh wow, that, that that that's flattering, right there. Thank you. That means of a course, lot to me.
1: Of course, it means love a lot it. to me. Um, so then, we ran it out. Dre's after hours. I was like, yo, this isn't enough. Hey guys,
0: and we're not this- talking about like. <laughs> one room there and then like you know hey you got to get past the rope but you can get in on the (laughs) people this is all private yeah all not open to the public like you gotta be down with the squad you know what i mean you gotta have one of these nfts like you gotta this is the benefit of of having a gun pie panda and that's what's mind-blowing so you go on you rent it out drays
1: yeah so i was like on a saturday night on a saturday night. on a saturday night and some where it's
0: like people are just going to be going to this place in droves you you know and they're like what you're closed what well yeah my man is hosting like you know
1: his people downstairs you know that's going to happen like that place is going to be jam-packed all around the entrance people trying to get in and they're gonna be like sorry it's closed that's for a fucking private party, so I was like, yeah, you know, we have a great lineup in seven hours, and 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 then th- the the money that we spent on the fucking show itself at Pandemonium is gonna is gonna blow people's minds. Uh, just the the entrance, the the decor, everything that we spent to set up Pandemonium itself is. It blows my mind. If it blows my mind, it's going to blow most people's mind. I'll say that. I mean,
0: that. I'm already mind-blown sitting yeah. here, like, so, listening to you.
1: So. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, you know, that, after, after a few phone calls, I'm like, you know, a few drinks. I'm like, that's not enough. We just, we need to rent Dre's After Hours. So I call Mikey and Dustin over at, at Dre's, and I'm like, yo, I, I want to rent out, you know, After Hours. And they're like, all right, we'll do, you know, uh, the whatever room off to the left and do this. And I'm like, nah, what are you talking about? <laughs> And Dustin's like, What the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, No, the whole club. Wow. He's like, You wanna you wanna just shut down the club? And I said yes. So he's like, All right. And I was like, I want Romeo playing, I want Fresh playing, I want this guy playing. Like I told Mikey, I'm, I'm sp- probably gonna drop a set
0: at Dre's do after it. hours. Please. First time ever. Please. And I'm gonna do it. Oh, you hadn't done it yet. I've never, uh, done, so Dre's you're definitely never in. done Dre's after you've never
1: done Dre's hours. You definitely in. Well, we're having dinner with Romeo later. Yep. So we're gonna tell him E Rock's dropping a fucking set.
0: Let's fucking do it. Let's do it. That's crazy, man. But you know what I love, though, about this whole entire thing is like, you know, how this comes full circle and how your experiences here in Las Vegas, like, you know, um, you know, being hosted by some of the biggest hosts in the, you know, in the city and having that 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 five star experience, you know, and how that inspired you to, you know, be a part of this project and bring that, like, you know, benefit to it. it's like, hey, look, man, this is something that I experience. Like you know on a regular i would like you guys to experience this too and this is how that's that, incredible that's what it's all about that, that i mean that's that, that
1: it's, it's 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 uh it's giving back yeah it's no. amazing Th- that's what the whole thing is about like so so travis for example i've known this cat for a decade right travis was a was a, a regular host when i came in i was playing 50 dollar a hand blackjack we just became friends, right? Travis made his come up. He's high up in his company. Like I'm playing a little more than $50 a hand in blackjack. Now that was like, you know, <laughs> we came up together. Right. And so yeah. I appreciate that. But then like, you know, I mean, you being around Vegas a long time, you know, that opens up a lot of fucking doors. Absolutely. I mean, now it's like, and then, and then I've had Mikey, I've, I've been friends with Mikey for years and it's like, yo, like I want to go here and that, you know, and he's like, all right, well now I got you the best table at fucking two chains or future or Dre's after hours or whatever. Like we just walk in, the back door and i'm like all right what if we could take this experience because i bring in rich crypto friends into vegas and party with them like my 40th was a great example and all these guys that have all this money were literally blown the fuck away when they came to my 40th because of the access that we had throughout vegas you you were completely in my head right there i was like the access yeah yeah i mean that's everything that's in, in any major city it's all about who you know you know, who you run with and the access, right? I mean, that's anywhere in the world. On Vegas, that's fucking on steroids. Oh, yeah, because no, absolutely. Because there's so much money flowing out here. You got, Vegas, you got New York flying in. You got LA flying in. Like, everybody's coming in. They're blowing money on the tables. They're blowing money on nightclubs. But when you do it on a consistent basis over, you know, 10, 12 years, and you, and you have the right people and you can provide that access, and I'm like, okay, how can I relay this access to others? And we that's figured incredible. out a way to do it.
0: That's incredible because, you know, I feel like there's like a lot of people, you know, that even reach out to me that are very like, you know, they get intimidated, you know, about their trip to Vegas. Like they don't know who to call. They don't know where to go. They don't know what's popping this and that. But it's like you're kind of like, you know, like almost like, you know, the savior. You know yeah. to like a lot of those uh those open-ended questions you know and people have a lot of open ended questions when they come to the city because like i said it's it, you know when you said that hey it's, it's about who you know and, and 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 what you've done and where you've been you know it's on steroids
1: like that's a very intimidating thing you know extremely so, uh, like i mean i was you know years ago it was like you know, you're 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 a little bit starstruck. You don't know which direction to turn. Um, you see long lines everywhere. You know, you see money being thrown around. You get intimidated. Um, but you know, after after a few years and the right connections, it's like, all right, now you're the one doing that. And then it's like, okay, well, how can I take that experience that I have because it's spectacular. I mean, if you really, if I when I look back and think of the things that I've done and 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 experience, like it blows my mind. And and then they're they're amazing memories, right? And then all of a sudden I'm able to provide that to, to other people just through a membership club, like let's fucking do it. Why not?
0: That's crazy. That, that, that's amazing. That's a beautiful thing to hear Yeah. because it's like I said, it's like, it's like giving back, you know, that's, that, that's just amazing. That's amazing right there. What's in the future for, for, I mean, I know you touched upon like, you know, how many events you have, you've got a couple of international things. Are there any other things that, that, that you can preview us on about like, you know, the come by Panda NFT?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, we're gonna we're we're looking at merch. Uh, that's that's always one of the big like utilities, you know, that come out of NFT projects in general. They're like, oh, you know, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna drop merch. First thing is, we're gonna drop merch. And, and for like,
0: those tapping in, utility is perk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty, pretty much. It. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, who really gives a shit about shitty merch? So I'm not gonna launch merch right out the gate. I'm gonna launch spectacular events out of the gate, and then I'm gonna. Then think about merch. So now we're looking at merch. We're talking to several, actually a couple of guys here locally, like streetwear artists that are well-known, and we're going to collab. So, you know, when we drop our merch line, it's going to be with somebody that, that A, has a fucking fire, you know, fashion style, mm-hmm. has been doing it, has been in the game, has the connections, um, and somebody that, that has a passion for our project is the main thing. Like, anybody I do business with, and Travis can tell you this, like, anybody that's been involved with me in, in just a general sense, I get shit thrown at me all the time. Like, I get athletes coming, I get celebrities coming, I get these Instagram you know, TikTok influencers coming, and they're like, yo, we want to work with your project. We want to do this. And I'm super like, let's wait a minute. Let's wait a minute. Let's let's let this thing grow a bit because I want somebody, A, that I like doing business with. For sure. Right. I I like, I want to know what, I want to like what they represent. Mm -hmm. And then I want to know that they're down for the project for the foreseeable future.
0: No, absolutely. That's very important, you know, because I mean, businesses, I mean, Granted, their businesses, but yo, the people you know behind the business—that's everything. You know, obviously, attitudes play into that, and uh, you know, the, the the passion that someone will will have behind, like you know, what your narrative or what your, uh, you know, what your mission is, you know, is very important. Are they going to run through the wall for it? You know, that I I feel that one hundred and ten percent. That's how I am with this podcast. How I am with the radio show. Like you know, it's important to have the right people, like you know, attached to you, like you know your business, your brand, and you know, I mean, it's it, it's. Could you know determine the future.
1: look, that's that's how I am with my with my friends. Mm-hmm. you know um, if 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 you aren't down for me, then I'm not down for you. and, w- and we'll find that out over a period of time. And we can, we can either, you know, stay down together or we can part ways. Like, it's really simple. Um, I'm old enough that I've been through this fucking rodeo over and over. So I'm the same way with business. Too, like, yeah. that's my money, right? Like, that's my money. I want to make sure that I'm not, I'm not sitting here throwing you five grand to, to do a tweet and walk away. Like, I don't give a shit about your audience, you know, in, in that manner. Like, if I want your audience, I want it to be something where you genuinely care about the project and want to rep it. And then you really want to bring your audience into it for that reason. Not because I gave you five grand. No, for sure. Like, I'll go throw that on. I'd rather go throw that on a hand of Blackjack and have a chance of doubling it to 10 and be done.
0: Wow. Wise words right there. I love that. (laughs) Um, You know, I've always, like, you know, whenever I've had these conversations about, like, NFTs and stuff, they've always, you know, I'm obviously, like, you know, very big in the music space. You know, I've been doing the music industry thing for God, man, quite a long time, man. You know, I don't mean to date myself. I'll probably bleep this out, but I'm 42 years old. Right. You know what I mean? But I got on the radio when I was 15, 15 Damn. years old in San Francisco. Is that legal? Uh, I don't know. To be honest, at can the we time, check that? Can we check <laughs> and see if that was legal? Pro- uh. To be honest, probably not. But that was my first <laughs> job, you know? So, but anytime that, um, you know, re- regardless of that, anytime I've had these NFT conversations, there's always been somebody that's brought up like, you know what, you should like put out like an NFT with like a record or something like that. Like, how do you see like NFTs and music like merging down the line? Cause I hear that conversation quite a lot.
1: Is that something that you would be probably interested in doing or? Yeah, hundred percent. I think uh, music NFTs, I think there's a big um, market for it in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you start to look at like Spotify numbers, it's it's something absolutely absurd, like 0. .000001 cent, you know, per listen or some shit. So really, nobody makes any money off of it unless you throw out Not at all. absolute, you know, bangers, uh, you know, 100 million hits or something listens. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've 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 had these conversations with with big artists, and and I think music NFTs is is where there's going to be a lot of money over the coming years because it essentially puts you know the project. Say you're going to drop a new album, right? You say, okay, I'm going to release X amount of copies of this album, right? And it's going to be X dollar value per copy or it's going to be you know, I'll sell the song, and I'll sell, chop that up into pieces, or maybe I'll just chop the album into into individual songs and sell those songs. Now it gives the IP rights. If you want, it gives the IP rights to whoever purchased that to now make money on it, right? So the value then goes up, and it, it's it goes up exponentially versus what you're going to get off of a Spotify or or what iTunes or whatever it is. It puts the money, it takes the money out of the agent's hand and puts it back into the into the artist's hand. Wow, it's it's coming,
0: it's, it's coming. Like, uh... This is uh, yeah, i I've, right. I've had some
1: in-depth, I've had some in-depth conversations. I've talked to, you might him. need to talk off air. <laughs> yeah, let's, do that. let's do that. We might need to talk off let's air. I,
0: I've got a couple ideas and a couple friends that I've had these conversations. Let's do that. With, so,
1: Hey, homie, will you hit a uh, Mikey B and tell him I need a Jack and Coke, please? Oh, they can hear you. Mikey, Jack, Jack and Coke. <laughs> Perfect. Shout out Mikey That's B. That's way easier.
0: That's my guy right there, man. I, I love, love Mikey. Mikey and I have a, a, a great history. When I first started at light, uh, it, it's actually crazy. Um, the, you know, he knew I was a big Warrior fan. So the first thing that Mikey ever said to me, he comes up to me like in the DJ booth and he just goes in my ear, he goes, Lakers. <laughs> That's my first Mikey B interaction oh, ever. Yeah. And ever since then, and we've you been stuck like, around. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course, man. He's one of the most solid guys, you know, in the world. Travis, same thing too, yeah. you know? So, yeah. you know, I mean, these guys are, are, are definitely the best at not only what they do, but like, you know, they, uh, you know, they, they, they hold great moral values with I, what they do as well. You know, and that's I, why I love these guys. I'll just
1: say this. Like, in, in a town like Vegas, there's so many fucking snakes out here. Oh, they are and, diamonds and people, in the rough. And people, yeah, the people that yeah. are trying to take advantage of you and stuff. I just happened to get to know them, you know, before everything popped off, before I had money, before they were really doing well. And so we had a bond there, and I just happened to get lucky and just have two of the best guys on the planet.
0: 100%. Legit. So... You know, aside to all of this business that, you know, you got going on with the Combine Panda, you know, with Pandemonium, with, uh, you know, building like, you know, a lot of the uh, like, you know, the utilities, a.k.a. perks, you know, of everything that uh, that comes with this. Like, you know, what do you do during your free time? Like, do you have any free time? It just sounds like I mean, you just told me that you're doing like 23 events next year. And I'm like yeah like where where where, where do I, you find I, time I, I, to
1: sleep I do, like where, man. what look, do you do during your free look, time look i'm a family guy i got okay. i got three kids you know i got two daughters a son you know middle school um so you know i'm 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 a family guy if i'm home i'm 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 at the house right mm-hmm. i can come out here throw the parties do the events do that kind of thing live that vegas lifestyle but i can do that for like four days and i'm tapped out i'm tapped out dude i'm done. <laughs> i live here now so I, yeah I'm, done. I'm learning that so the hard I'm way i'm done like four days and i'm done like <laughs> Five days, I'm probably over at the fucking General Hospital, right? Mm -hmm. So I go home. I hang out with the family. I do my thing. My big thing is I love boating. I live in Florida, so I love to be on the water. Um, That's a huge thing. Uh, You want to hear a fucking insane story that's going on right now? That's why we're doing this
0: this episode, buddy. Come on. We love
1: crazy things. All right. I'm currently training with Roy Jones Jr., and I'm going to be fighting in Dubai on November 13th. Say that again? Fighting on November 13th. Boxing. Boxing. And you're training with who? Roy Jones Jr. The? The. The champ. Wow. Shout out Roy. I just I just got back from Tampa like Jesus three Christ. days ago. Yeah. Flew down to Tampa, trained with him and his team, went to a couple fights, and uh, and then flew back home, rested two days, and came out here. Oh, my God. Yeah. and how and, and then what's the regimen with that well, like so. i mean
0: you you see him how often like yeah. that's just
1: like so it's it's 3 days a week so so roy is uh roy's born and bred uh florida gulf coast guy mm-hmm. never left uh true to you know small town florida and i just live down the street from him like 40 minutes and so when when they they brought me this opportunity they're like hey we have we have these crypto fights last year was the first year they did it so they joined up with the wbc last year amir khan um you know promoted the whole thing they had like five or six wbc fights including a title fight yeah and then they paired it with crypto fights so like people that are popular on crypto twitter or whatever it may be right So I went last year, it was fire, had a great time, first time in Dubai, first time to this type of event. So when they hit me like a month ago and they're like... Hey, you want to fight? Hey, you want to fight? I'm like, (laughs) like, in what scenario, right? Like, I lived in Mexico for five years. Yeah. In my early 20s, like, I've been in plenty, right? But not with boxing gloves and rules. So talk... (laughs) Apparently, <laughs> this is totally different, according to Roy Jones Jr. I don't know. <laughs> it's a li- yeah, it's li- the, the chaos is a little bit more controlled. Yeah, right? So, so say Roy, Roy says it's different, so I, I tend to believe him. <laughs> so uh, they hit me up, and I'm like, literally Sunday afternoon, my wife's doing some stuff around the house. I would take a call. I'm like, hey, babe, I might fight in Dubai like in November. And she just laughs at me. Five minutes later, I take another call, and I'm like, hey, babe, I'm fighting in Dubai in November. She's like, only you. It's like wow. Right. So literally next day I, I pick up the so, phone. Go ahead. So that is what you do during your freeze. Yeah, of course. Who doesn't? Jesus. I, I'm
0: it's like, what the fuck am I doing with the twenty four hours that I'm given a day? <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ. Yeah. But, uh, but honestly, this project's taken up, like, since since April, it's taken up 90% of my time. Like, I, I'm fortunate enough that I built good businesses that that supply the income that I need to live on mm-hmm. that I don't have to manage a lot. Like, I've got a bunch of family that runs it that I brought in and that kind of thing. Um, so we do, we do okay on that kind of stuff. And then this gives me the opportunity to really build something that I think has the potential to become a, a massive brand.
0: No, absolutely. And, and, and it's a... Uh... It's still, a, um, it's still a growing world, you know, for that matter. Because I remember when I first heard about it, and I'll tell you a story. Uh, shout out to my buddy Colin Comer. Um, you know, he actually was the first person to ever introduce me to, uh, to crypto. And he was like, hey, buddy, do you know anything about like, you know, Bitcoin and like, you know, Ethereum and whatnot? And I was like, I have no idea about anything about that. He was like, look, I'm looking into this thing. It's called, or, or this coin, it's called Ethereum. Hey, if you got a little bit of money, dump it in and just don't look at it for a couple of years and you'll thank me later. Sure enough, you know, I look into it. You know, I get frustrated on Coinbase. I'm trying to get my damn bank account, like, you know, verified or whatever you got to do. And I, I lose patience and I lose like, you know, I just lose like, you know, momentum. I don't do it. Uh, whoops. Yeah, whoops. Months down the line, I got a buddy, right? I, I won't say his name on air. Uh, but he tells me, he's like, hey, we're in a limo in L.A. I just moved to L.A. We're in a limo. We're on, we're, uh, the most I'll say is we're we're on the way to his DJ gig. And he goes, hey, I'm going to dump like $30,000 um, you know, in crypto and just not look at it. Like, you know, for a couple of years, he said, hey, look, you know, if you have the opportunity to, you know, to you know, play with a little bit of money, hey, why why not just do it? You know, and I'm like thinking, like, ah, maybe I'll drop like, you know, five or ten or something like that. Sure enough, same thing. I get on Coinbase again. I go through the process, and I get frustrated. It takes me forever to, like, you know, get, my, get, a, get a call back on, like, my bank account. I don't do it. Now, this is when Ethereum was $127 a coin.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is you, Ethereum you, now? Shit. What this what is, is the, right and, and this story, this 1800? story is
1: six years old. Yeah, I was about to say it was. I a, was, it was going
0: a, to do $10,000 on Ethereum and just literally, just not look at it like, hey, look, I'm gonna take a risk. All my friends are doing it, this and that. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of fell for the hype a little bit and I didn't wanna miss out, but I didn't really understand it, you know? And I think that's what, like, literally, like, when I got to the crossroads, I didn't, like, I just didn't pull the trigger all the way. And then now, I'm like, even when they say, oh, well, it's down and this and that, like, it was $127 back then
1: yeah, per coin. Yeah. I mean, it was down to uh, $90 back in uh, the COVID bottom. Wow. That was only 2 years ago. Like that was 2 years ago. This shit was went from, you know, a thousand something to to $90 and then skyrocketed to what 4500 somewhere in that range, you know? So it's, So it's tell me bad. tell me
0: I'm a bonehead without Yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> of course. Like I thought you just said that. I, I mean,
0: bro, like <laughs> you yeah. Just said so, it. Yeah. yeah. So that, that 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 was that that's been to the extent of my crypto experience gotcha so for somebody that's watching right now including myself yeah. if we wanted to jump in how do we do it yeah what's what, what what's some like you know some good advice that you can give someone like myself like hey yo you want to jump in this is what i think you should do like you know
1: yeah i mean like here's the thing is i'm not going to sit here and call tops call bottoms on on no. stocks crypto any of that bullshit, right like anything uh real estate that's my main gig and everybody in crypto comes to me and they're like hey you know, I need some real estate advice. I'm like, perfect, shoot. And I'll give you the, I would give the same advice for crypto. They're like, you know, here's my thing is is I want to upgrade, I can afford it, um, but I'm concerned about the overall environment. and you know maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. And I'm like, look, if, if it's something that you need, you know, from a real estate perspective, if it's something you, you, that you need for your family, for your friends, like, buy. you're not going to, you're not going to time a top, you're not going to time a bottom, like it is what it is. Over time, if you believe in it, it's going to go up. Real estate's proven that. Um, mm-hmm. Crypto to an extent has proven that. Things like Ethereum, Bitcoin, that's, that's probably the only two coins that I would say that have proven <laughs> that over time.
0: 127 a coin.
1: 127 oh a coin. Oh my God. Yeah, It's and, what now? at 1700 but it pulled Jesus back from 4500 like yeah. it was at 4500 dollars. like I mean,
0: even if i did that 127 a coin investment
1: yo at 10 g's that's you know at the top that's almost seven figures you know what i mean like yeah still six figures right now oh my god but here's the thing yeah. is like do we look back and 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 in five years do we have this podcast and we go and and you're looking at me and going well yeah we had that podcast, and it was seventeen hundred, and I should have bought. And now it's fucking fifteen G's, right? Yeah. Like, do we have that conversation? Nobody knows potentially. But my thing is, like, I'm a gambler. Like, I, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that bet. Hey, you miss all the shots you don't take. Hundred
0: percent. That, and there's a lot of truth to that. Hundred percent. A lot of truth to that. Like, I'm a, I'm big on on on, on taking the risk, but I want to make sure that I feel it. Like, you know, in my gut. Yeah. Like, you know, that I'm taking the right risk, you know? So, you know, but but, but you know, that gut feeling could could be compiled of, of 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 different feelings than what your gut feeling could be. You know what yeah. I mean? Mine could be like, you know, maybe there's a reward here, there's a reward here, and they're all different spaces than anything else. Yeah. You know, so
1: I'd say this though, like my advice for everybody um most of the people that I deal with obviously that want advice are younger you know so they're like what's that one thing that you can tell me what should I bet on you know at my age whatever that may be 25 30 whatever it may be my my answer is very simple yourself you bet on yourself first right like whatever it may be whether it's a DJ career whether it's a real estate career whether you want to be the best fucking chef on the planet whether you want to play bro basketball I don't give a shit whether you want to start any kind of business you bet on yourself first then, you know, if you've got extra money lying around at that point, then you can take some gambles on Ethereum and crypto and stocks and real estate and those other items. But mm-hmm. like, why would you not bet on yourself first? Makes no sense to me. It's very true. It's yeah. very true. Like if I, if I lose it all and I have, like I've lost it all. Um, I've gone back to zero and had to build back up, you know, multiple times, um, I don't go, oh, my God, I'm going to take this last $500 and gamble it on, you know, Ethereum or real estate. I'm going to take that last $500. I'm going to fucking bet it on myself. I'm going to go turn that $500 into
0: $5,000. I love that.
1: That's the way it works. Like, if you that. can't do that, then you don't even need to be thinking about, like, secondary investments.
0: There you have it, people. There you have it. Wise words. I mean, this, is, uh, this has been Usually one Usually, I charge
1: of... $99.99 a month for that.
0: <laughs> that was... Uh, <laughs> Wow, that, 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 you know, even I'm moved, you know, I mean, obviously before um, we, uh, you know, we, we we pressed record, you know, I had actually been going through a lot in regards to like, you know, I just got laid off from like, you know, a consulting gig that I had for a few years, you know, um, and and I've just been kind of like in this really crazy, I wouldn't say fog, but something, something close to where I'm like, yo, like, what's the next move for me? You know, what I mean, like, how do I like, you know, I've done really well with everything that I've done, you know, whether it's radio, whether it's, uh, um, you know, obviously my DJ career that's been flourishing no matter what. And I've been very fortunate that I can always fall back on that, you know, but like, you know, at some point the music's going to stop. Like, you know, I mean, hey, like, you know, how do I get to the next to the next level? How do I level up? How do I get make that next move? You know, and, you know, I, I think I needed to hear that myself is like, hey, bet on yourself. I did that the whole entire time, and now I feel like I've finally reconnected with that. I mean, just through that
1: moment itself is like, yeah, you know what? No, I've been betting on myself for like, my whole life. That's how you made it. That's how you got here, right? Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't fucking betting on Ethereum. No. Because you didn't. You fucked that up. <laughs> it was, it was, I sure did, man. I sure did. It was betting on yourself. That's what got you here. And look, Casey Kasem went till he was fucking 117 years old, so you're fine.
0: Yeah. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> And we're going to have a great night tonight. Right. I told Mikey I wasn't going to go out, but I think I need to go out now. Now we need to go out. Now I need to go out now. Now I need to go out. All right. So, hey, What's any last words? Anything you want to tell the people? This is going up, like, you know, first thing in the morning. So, you know.
1: Uh... Look, man. Like, if if you want to have a good time, uh, you you want exclusive access to certain things, whether it be Vegas or wherever we go moving forward, buy a can by Panda. Like, I'm 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 I don't like to shill my product. I'm not a fan of it. But at the same time, I, I'm doing a, a disservice to my community if I'm not. But it's that simple. Like, if, if you want exclusive access to like high end killer events like Pandemonium, like the Raiders Stadium, like the thousand things that we're gonna be doing over the next couple of years, like. It's an easy buy. It's an easy buy, but do it with 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 money that you don't necessarily need to lose. You know what I mean? For sure, no, absolutely. Yeah.
0: You know, I, I didn't don't touch, miss, don't miss a meal. Yeah, and, and uh, definitely don't miss out on that one twenty seven a coin uh, right. opportunity. Yeah. don't be E-Rock. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't touch upon this, but I, you know, I wanted to. Um, I, I don't know why I. You know, I was just so moved by by your words of inspiration just right now, but I didn't touch upon the inspiration behind the name. Yeah. Kampai Panda. <laughs> and, and how that all came together, because that was a great story that you told me off yeah, air. Yeah, like I mean, Kampai is the uh, the Japanese cheers. Cheers. Correct? So, well, I don't know. I don't, don't want to be bad luck. But I, I mean, it's uh-huh. coffee, so it's
1: not water. There ain't so. such thing as luck. <laughs> Kampai. Yeah, so, so it's a Japanese word for cheers. So, like, is there anything more fitting than what we do? Um, I mean, you know we've we've got the pandas we've got the you know the nft series the artwork all that stuff it's all about you know a fun light-hearted project with a much deeper rooted meaning and utility and so con just just really you know fit it's like amazing. we're here to party <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly, like, look, I'm a, I'm a dad with three kids and, and a wife, and, and I come out to Vegas, and I blow it out for three days. Like, if I get, if I get bored of this or, or get to a point in my life where, like, I don't want to do this anymore, like, shoot me. Just take me out back.
0: Well, I, 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 I don't wish that.
1: No. So. Nah, like, yeah. yeah, we just we, we need to continue to have fun and, and, and cheers, you know, pie whatever it may be. Uh, you know, we need to have fun.
0: I love that. I love that.
1: You get old if you don't.
0: No, I know. No, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we, we are the Peter Pans of this shit. So you That's know, right. Yeah. My <laughs> guy. <laughs> My man. Ice, ice bags in the building. Uh, for more information, you, they can follow the, uh, the Instagram, correct?
1: Yeah, Instagram. It's Kanpai, uh, K-A-N-P-A-I underscore pandas.
0: All right. Got it? Yeah, there it is. Huh? It's the Hot Box Podcast. It's Radio Basement. DJ E Rock in the building. Yo, thank you for My dog. thank you for for, for for pulling up. For your first podcast. First podcast ever. I am very privileged and honored. So thank you so much. So I appreciate I. you, man. So am
1: I. Let's go. Appreciate you.